Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show, the original urban podcast. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. Oh, man, I'm excited to be back, man. You know, uh, if you guys tuned in last week, or really the last couple weeks, two really, really, really good shows. Uh, last The first, you know, the season premiere, season 18, episode one, I'm tired of being his sneaky link and ready to be a wife, where I just broke everything down as far as, you know, friends with benefits, jump-off situation, booty calls, if you're tired of that and ready to uh, become a wife and why men even seek out, you know, sneaky links and what that term even means, check that show out and all shows at datontolbertshow.com. And last week's show, in my opinion, one of the best and my favorite personal shows, uh, The Definition of a Great Wife, where I broke down everything you need to know. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, we can even call this part three because everything is connected tonight. I'm super excited. I want to talk about this whole Ebony K. Williams, you know, Dr. Umar, Iyanla Van Zandt, um, you know, does a, does a, a, a someone's career uh, define them? Does money and status define a great man? You know, and I want to talk about that just from an, an honest perspective. I mean, I see everybody is talking about it, but I want to approach it from a different perspective. And the reason why I say this can serve as a part three, because they're all connected. You know, a lot of women get made sneaky, you know, made to be sneaky links, friends with benefits, jump offs, booty calls, because their mind is not right. A lot of women can't become a wife because their mentality is messed up. They think that a man's job is what makes them or defines them. So they'll never be a wife. They'll only be a sneaky link. You see how it's connected? If your mind is not right, if your mentality is not right, you, you will never be found by a great man. Ebony, there's a reason Ebony K. Williams is single. I don't know how old she is, 45, 46, 50, however old she is. Her mind is not right. She got up there on the breakfast club and tried to justify blatantly saying, I would not date a bus driver. Then she tried to clean it. We'll talk about that. But she tried to clean it up and try to make it something about the black community and how we shouldn't settle for mediocrity. And all. No, you said how you feel. But see, how she feels is how a lot of women feel. A lot of women would not date a man who makes less than 100000 They work up in the call center, but they got to have a $100,000 man. Why? You strip on a pole. You know what I mean? You've dated scammers. You've dated drug dealers. But now you won't date a bus driver? Why? So I want to talk about that tonight. I want to talk about all those things this evening. Um, you know, and like I said, I want to connect them. You know, if you w- understand, this isn't just about tonight. This is everything. If you want to be a wife, mo- which most of you do, in fact, I would venture to say everyone, every woman listening, if you're not married, you want to be a wife at some point. So if you want to be a wife, you've got to start doing the things necessary to put in a man's mind, hey, I'm wifey material. Okay. Next week, and just put this on the, you know, on the, on, the, on the back burner for right now. Next week's show is going to be on the real reasons that men cheat. You see where I'm going with this? I'm covering the full spectrum. Why women are made jump offs? Why are you just his sneaky link? What does a great wife look like? 
Tonight I'm going to talk about the mentality that you must have to be viewed as a wife, and then next time I'm going to talk about what will happen if your mind right isn't right once you when and if you become a wife, why you get heated on. And we're not just going to talk about the politically correct reason. We're going to talk about the real reason. So let me get some things out the way, man. Check out trclifecoaching.com. Today's show is brought to you by TRC Worldwide LLC. Um, schedule a free consultation if you want one-on-one, uh, you know, coaching. So let's jump into it. Let, let's just jump into it. Okay, so Ebony K. Williams. Who is Ebony K. Williams? And I'm not super familiar with her. You know, I've seen her, you know, doing some interviews. Um, I've heard that. I didn't watch it, but I heard she was on the, the, the Real Housewives of, what, New York um, you know, she does a, she's written some books. She has a, a law degree, um, you know, and that's great. You know, I guess you would call her a successful, and I'm, you know, I'm doing the air quotes, a successful black woman. That's great. Congratulations. But I use the air quotes for that because many women, I talked about this last week, they attach the successful onto their profile because they have a good job because they have a college degree or a master's degree or even a doctorate, congratulations, but we don't care. Those things do not make you successful. Those things do not make you wife material. If you're hearing this right now, you say, well, hold on, well, what does? Listen, go to, go to com and listen to the definition of a great wife. That's why I said it's all connected. It's a two-hour show and nothing but the definition of a great wife. But knowing how to cook, being great in bed. None of those things matter. Those things don't make you wife material. What I want to talk about today is the mentality or lack thereof that makes you wife material. Ebony K. Williams does not have the proper mentality to be viewed as a wife. She was previously engaged to a white man. And I don't care about the, the his ethnicity. I don't care about race. That doesn't, I don't, you know, I know Dr. Umar feels some type of way about black women who date white. I don't care about that. You find love where you find it. But my point is, you're single now. For whatever reason, that, that relationship didn't work out. You've had a tough time dating. You've had a tough time finding someone to view you as a wife. That's why you're not a wife. So we have to look at, well, what's her mind like? Well, she told us all what her mind was like on, on, the, on the, the interview, on the breakfast club. I know I wouldn't date her with talking like that. I don't know any men that would date her talking like that. And I'm sure you don't either. Guess what? That's why she's single. Lawyer, talk show host, entertainer, must be must be great. She sounds she's successful, but not that successful because she's talking about she wouldn't date a bus driver. What's wrong with the bus driver? But before we get into it. Let's talk a little bit about her. And I, and I want to go back into her, her history a little bit. From what I understand, what she, what she said, Ebony K. Williams was raised by a single mother, okay? And, and, and like many women were in today's society. In fact, most women were. I think the statistics is, are, uh, what is it, 70% of black babies are born into single-parent homes. Usually that ends up being the single mother. So that's 70%. That's a major statistic. That's a major statistic. And you know what the problem with that is? Why that's so problematic? That's so problematic because Ebony K. Williams and many African-American young women are growing up 
not even knowing what a good man is. They're not seeing what a great man looks like. They don't understand what it looks like for a black man to love a black woman and treat a black woman right. So if they never saw that, how how can they be that? How? I'm just asking how. What, from Real what, watching Real Housewives of Atlanta? Watching Love and Hip Hop? You think popping in Love and Basketball or Love Jones is going to teach you how to effectively be a, a, a wife to a great black man? She really believes, that's a, it's actually laughable, that she believes and many women believe they can tell a man, I won't date you if you were a bus driver or you have to make X, Y, and Z money and, <laughs> and he'll actually view her as a wife. Like that's, that's laughable. That's laughable. You know what I mean? Like I look up, I look at these dating shows and these women ask, like, hey, so, you know, how much money does he have to make? And they say, oh, well, he has to make at least $100,000 a year. I wish a woman would tell me that. I wish a woman would. I could be a millionaire, but I wish a woman would tell me that. You don't, you don't tell me what I have to do for you. You know what I'm saying? That's how this works. Like, one of the things I really liked about Iyanla, and I don't, it's funny because y'all know me from back in the day. I did a show on, uh, on DMX. And I used that show that she that when DMX was on there, and I ripped Iyanla a new one. I did not like the way that and I've been talking about that ever since. Y'all y'all heard me on the on the air. It was what ten years ago, however long ago it was. I've been talking about it ever since. I did not like her. I did not like how she spoke to him. I don't like how she speaks to a lot of people. I don't like a lot of her views. You know what I mean? I don't. And, you know so, but it, ironically. I loved what she had to say to Ebony K. Woods. I loved it. You know what I mean? It was music to my ears. He told her what I'm telling her. That's a problem. She said, you won't date a bus driver. She said, that's a problem. And it is. It's a big problem. Because it's not, she didn't say, I don't want to date. Like, it's not about the bus driver. It's about the fact because you can insert any career in there that's comparable to a bus driver. You can insert a teacher. You can insert a, a, a janitorial worker, sanitation, a painter, you know, um, I mean, anything, uh, uh, construction. But she, so she's not just saying bus driver. She's say, basically essentially saying, I don't want to date someone who has a, what I perceive to be a career that's beneath me. I don't want to date someone who doesn't make my type of money. You know, I mean, let's, let's, let's not sugarcoat it. Let's call it for what it is, and that's a problem. You see, you know, that's actually the epitome of gold digger, a, a gold digger mentality. I mean, what are we talking about? You ask a, well, a gold digger, hey, would you date a guy who only makes $30,000 a year? She says no. Why? Because she wants a millionaire. Okay, well, then she's, guess what? She's a gold digger. You know what I mean? What Kanye say? He said, I ain't, you know, saying you are a gold digger, but you ain't messing with no broke niggas. Yonla, I mean, excuse me, Ebony K. Williams is not messing with no broke niggas. That's what it is. She's a gold digger. I mean, what are we talking about? It's not rocket science. She's a gold digger. That's a gold diggerish mentality. If you're t blatantly saying, and she's not even saying I won't date a broke man, because I would even get that. I'm okay with that. 
I don't want to date someone who's broke or not self-sufficient or can't take care of themselves. Okay, cool. Who does? You know, no one does. Nobody wants to date someone who's broke. But who says the bus driver's broke? You see what I'm saying? Who says he's broke? He could be a great man. That's what Iyanla said. She said, well, he, he, he could be a great man as long as he loves me. And as long as he loves himself and he loves what he does, if he loves his job, if he loves seeing those little kids or driving on the highways or whatever he does, then that's enough for me. Why is that not enough for, for Ebony? Why? Because she's a gold digger. Why does a man have to make 100000 or $200,000 a year? Why? Why do you care how much money he makes? I mean, I'm just asking a real question. If you work and he works and you pool your money together to do what you guys want to do as a couple, what's the problem? I'm, just, I'm really just asking. What if he makes 80000 80000 isn't enough for you? Why? I mean, I'm just asking, is it a status thing? Is it, what is it? You can't give me a good answer for that. That's a gold digger mentality. Back in the day, if a man was a good man, if he was a hardworking man, that was enough for these great women. That was enough for my grandmother. That was enough for my mother. Probably most of y'all's grandmothers. When did we get to a place in society where a man had to make 200, where he had to be rich? Where did we get, we wonder why the divorce rate is what it is, because a man now has to be rich to please you, to be with you? Why? We're not getting married for the right reasons. But people aren't even getting married, and women aren't even getting wiped up to begin with. But what happened to the morals and the values and placing importance on those things? You'll date a drug dealer. You'll date a lawyer who's corrupt, scammers, people in the music industry who sold their souls for fame and fortune. Oh, that's cool. But dating a bus driver who makes $100,000 a year with overtime or eighty or 90000 with overtime, or that's his, his, his day job, but he also, you know, owns real estate or he also cuts hair. And so combined, his salary, you know, is $100,000. Why does he have to make all his money in one place to please you? Oh, I know. It's because when you tell your girlfriends and they ask, what does he do, you're embarrassed when he says he's a bus driver. It's about your level of comfort when you get around your gold, your also gold digger friends. That's really what you want to impress your friends so a bus driver isn't cool. But what did she say? She said if he owns the bus, <laughs> then, that, then it's okay. It's okay if he owns the bus. Now he can't, he can't just drive the oh No, he can drive the bus, but he has to also own the bus in which he's driving. He can't just be the worker. Why? Why not? You know what I'm saying? If you, because when you tell your girlfriends, oh, what does he do? Oh, no, he, he's an entrepreneur. Okay, what kind of business is it? Oh, no, he owns a bus company. You know, he owns, no, no, excuse me. he owns a transportation company. He's a transportation uh, CEO. He, he found his own transportation transportation company. See, that's different. He's in, no, no, he's in motor services. You see, it's all about him keeping up with the Joneses. 
I'm not lying, am I? Keep it real. That's why she said that. She just tried to put a, a nice red bow around it, but that's what it's about. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So let's get off of the 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 imagery of it all and focus more on what kind of person is he? What kind of father will he be? You know? Or, I mean, what kind of stepfather will he be? Because most women, I'm just being honest with you. I mean, this is no disrespect, but most women with that type of mentality are most likely already single moms. I mean, let's just let's just stop the, you know what I mean? I'm not here to sugarcoat it for y'all. You know, I'm sure some women didn't like hearing that, but let's, you know, am I lying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I lying? And I don't even know if Ebony K. Williams has kids. I mean, I'm willing to bet. I could be totally wrong. I would I would not doubt that she's a single mom. You know, I could be wrong. I haven't researched it. I could honestly don't care. But you got to get away from that mentality, okay? You got to get away from it. If you want to be a wife, if you want to be taken seriously, you got to get away from that mentality, okay? One of the things they got to understand, my grandparents were literally married for like 80 years. You know what I mean? Like, it's something, like, something crazy like that. Like, they got married very young. My my grandfather died when he was 99. My grandmother died, you know, when when she was like 103. They were married their whole lives. You understand? And my my grandfather did many things. He was a barber. He was, you know, one of the original quote-unquote Uber drivers, you know. Like they called him a jitney back in the day. Like that's what he did. But he did all types of things, cut lawns. He did whatever he could do to make a living and support his family. He was a good man. He was a hardworking man, a great father, a great grandfather. A found, founded many businesses. He was a blue, but the, he epitomized a hardworking blue collar man. He loved his family. He loved his wife, and he supported his family. At what point did we, as a society in the black community, when did that stop being enough? Because it's a no. Trust and believe. Be clear. This is only a conversation we're having in the black community because Hispanics aren't having this conversation. Filipinos aren't having this conversation. The Asians aren't having this conversation. Japanese, Africans are not having this conversation. This is a conversation exclusive to the black community. Shoot, white folk aren't even having this conversation. If a man makes a hard, you know, uh, an honest dollar, then that's usually enough. But when it comes to our people, it's all about impressing people. We got to impress our friends. We got to keep up with the Joneses. And that's, that's setting us back. These, 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 uh, the divorce rate, the lack of uh, marriages that we're seeing in our community, that's really not how it is in the white community. That's not how it is with these other cultures. Marriage is a prize. I was just having a debate with some friends earlier. Y'all women got to get out of this thinking you're the prize. You are not the prize. Say it with me. I am not the prize. Okay? And I'm not saying men are the prize. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the prize is and should be a successful loving, godly marriage. That's the goal. That's the, that's the prize. It's two people coming together 
and loving each other. That's the prize. When you go into it thinking, I'm the prize, you've got to do X, Y, and Z, you've already, you're already lacking the necessary level of humility that a man is going to find desirable in a wife. You know what I mean? Like, stop it. Because when you have that mentality, let's keep it real. Are you going out of your way to show that man that your wife's material? If you're already thinking you're the problem, are you going into that dating situation thinking about, hey, how can I differentiate myself from the millions of other women out here who look just like me and have the same exact qualities as me? How can I differentiate myself from them and show him that I'm actually special? If you're thinking you're the prize, you're not. I mean, you're not. You're sitting back waiting to be chased and pursued and for a man to do all of these things that you think your girlfriends are getting from their men, but what you don't understand is they don't, they're not even getting those things either because you guys also most likely, y'all probably have the same level, the same type of uh, crazy mentality. You got to get out of that mindset. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to get out of that mindset. One of the things Iyanla said that I loved, I love that she said, well, we are seeing, and I've said this many, y'all know many, I've said this over the years. She said that a lot of women these days, many African-American women, most single African-American women are like men in skirts. <clears throat> men in skirts. And I said, wow, that's, that's deep. But it's true. Y'all know, uh, know Jess Hilarious? Y'all know Jess Hilarious? She's a comedian and actress and She's, you know, she's been hosting on The Breakfast Club and doing different things. She's like a woman in a, I mean, a man in a skirt. Oh, my, I mean, I, I might slip my wrist if I had to wake up next to someone that's so masculine. I might, I might have to check myself, like, yo, am I, am I a homosexual? Like, am I, am I laying down with a dude or a woman? Like, what is going on here? Jess Hilarious might be the most masculine, non-feminine woman I think I've ever seen in my life in, in, in society or in, in, in entertainment. I mean, think about who's more masculine than Jess Hilarious. I mean, she cusses like a dude. She talks like a dude. And she puts on a dress. She's tatted up, head full of weave, absolutely disgusting. I mean, what kind of man would want to lay down next to someone like that? Just masculine. She might be more masculine than me. I'd like to think of myself as a pretty masculine dude. But dang, I might I might have to like whoa, I might go have to knock out a hundred push ups if I dated Jess Hilarious. Nope, I'm telling you right now. Nobody wants to deal with that. Not Country Wayne, not whoever that dude she was dealing with on, on, on couples therapy. Why well, just y'all know me, I don't say stuff that's not true. I don't Everything I say happens in real life. Like when I talk about these celebrities, y'all know my track record. So just understand when I tell you, Jess Hilarious is going to continue to be single indefinitely. She's one of those women that will grow old, not ever married to anybody. I can 100% guarantee you that. How many people have I said that about? And guess, guess what? They're still single. Kim Kardashian come to mind? You know what I mean? When did I do that special on Kim Kardashian? What, 20 years ago? 15 years ago, and guess what? Still single. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying to you? So, I mean, I can name about 10 other celebrities that I've said that about, and guess what? Still single. 
So when I tell y'all something, understand, I know what I'm talking about. No one is wiping up Ebony K. Williams. You can add her name to the list. Unless she has a, a, a monumental change in, in, in way of thinking, nobody is checking for no Ebony K. Williams. You know what I'm saying? Does anybody listening right now think he's wife material or marriage material? You think anyone listening, any man out here is like, oh, damn, let me hit her on the DMs to try to marry her. They might try to smash, but it's like, for what? If you can, I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all. If you can smash Ebony K. Williams, if you have an opportunity, if you, because she already told you what she's into, what kind of man she's into, what kind of status he has to have. So if you have that type of status and money, guess what? You can smash a whole lot better than Ebony K. Williams. No one's checking for her. No one wants a 50-year-old woman with a jacked-up mentality. And that's no disrespect to anybody, but I'm just saying, I'm just being honest with you. It's, that's not to say you can't get married at 50 years old, but your personality better be the best. You better have the most best personality if you're 50 years old looking like Ebony K. Williams, looking like somebody's grandma. You, be, you better be humble. You better be submissive. You better have the best personality of anybody I ever met in my entire life if you look like Ebony K. Williams. And you, you know, I'm, just, I'm just being honest with you. You better be nice. You know what I mean? You, you, you better be... You know, she got a lot of work to do, man. I tell you, she has a lot of work to do. Let's, I love what Iyanla said, though. I love that she said she would date a bus driver if he treated her right. That was amazing. You know what I mean? I could not stand Iyanla before this whole time. I mean, ever since that DMX thing, man, I want to jump through the, the TV, man. But I, she got it right on this one. But like I said, and I don't want y'all to, you know, take from this, oh, well, you know, she was raised by a single mom or anything, because a lot of y'all were. That's fine. There's, there's no problem being raised by a single mom. But just understand, if that was your situation, you need a date on Tolbert in your life. You know, you, I should say you need a date on Tolbert show to listen to, to get this knowledge. Because a single mom, I told somebody this earlier, you, a single mom can't tell you what a man looks for in a wife. He can't tell you how to be and how not to be if you want to get him, to, a man, to get down on one knee and propose to you. Your mom can't teach you that. I can teach you that. A, a, a man who's actually got down on one knee and asked a woman to marry him can, t- can tell you that. A woman can't tell you the mentality and the mindset a man has to have to ask for your hand in marriage. So just just know that if you were raised by a single mom, if you yourself are a single mom, you have to subject your children to this type of knowledge. Otherwise, they're going to grow up like Ebony K. Williams with a mindset at 50 years old that nobody wants. Nobody wants that. Don't, and don't wait until they're already a teenager and start dating. You've got to let these girls know early. Let them know early, hey, these men are not chasing you. Why would I chase you? Can we do something real quick? I want to stop right now. Put a bullet point here. Put like a little bookmark on this part of the show because I'm about to tell you the difference between courting and chasing slash pursuing. 
No one is chasing you, ladies, okay? The days of men chasing women and pursuing women are long gone, and especially if you look like Ebony K. Williams, okay? Stop it. You look like you look like freaking uh, just hilarious. You gotta be you gotta be kidding me. Y'all make me cuss up on this show. If you look like just hilarious, if you act like just hilarious, you must be out of your freaking mind if you think a man is gonna chase you anywhere. Okay, not with that person. Not not with that mouth like a sailor. You, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's ridiculous. I've never seen I've I'm, I've never seen a more masculine woman than Jess Hilarious. If you act like that, if you talk like that, ladies, just don't even just be single. Cause stop. You know what I mean? It's it's disgusting. No one and so for her to think that a man is going to chase her or or any woman for that matter is ludicrous. You look at the ratios, whether it's 20 to 1, whatever the ratio is where you live, you look at the lack of great men out here and a man who actually is a great man, you t- <laughs> you, you expect a great man to chase you? You better be chasing him. And I don't even think anybody should chase anybody. But for you, if you think he's going to chase you, you are delusional. Okay? I, let me tell, give you an example. If I'm a police officer and I get a call on the radio and they say, suspect heading north on 53rd Street, after him, go get him. Okay, 10-4, I'm on it. I'm in hot pursuit of the suspect. I just turned on the 53rd, I see him, I'm in hot pursuit. I'm chasing the criminal, right? That means the criminal is running away from me. So why would I chase a woman like I'm chasing a criminal, because the same thing, we're talking about the term chase, right? Chase is synonymous with pursuit. So, man, so, so from this point forward, May 8th, 2023, I don't want to hear anybody talking about, I want a man to chase me. I don't want to hear a man, you all talking about men, you better get ready to pursue me. I just gave you the analogy and the definition of that. No one is chasing you. Why am I chasing you like I'm chasing a criminal? Why would I be chasing you if you're running away from me? What do men want? We want a woman who's running towards us. I'm running towards you. You're running towards me. We're running towards you. ever see those movies where they're in slow motion? They're running towards each other. Why? Because there's mutual interest and there's a mutual benefit to us getting together. That's the prize. All this extra stuff that society teaches you is keeping women single. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. You think I chased my wife? You smoking crack? I didn't chase her. She didn't chase me. We both saw a mutual benefit. So that's why we're together. 15 years later. Well, I'm not going to chase her. If I chase her, that means she wasn't interested, right? I mean, am I saying something that's incorrect? You can only chase someone if they're not interested. And if they're interested, why would they be running away? doesn't make sense. Can I give you all some advice? I mean, you guys already know my history. You know my track record. You already understand. You're only listening in now because you recognize and acknowledge I give real advice. In fact, the realist advice. But that's, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, you all know who I am and what I do. 
Can I, I'm going to give you some very important advice right now. Stop taking dating advice from single women, okay? I understand it's an extremely, uh, an extremely profitable market, dating and relationship advice, podcasting, life coaching. Stop it. Stop it. I don't care if you want to pay me for life coaching or not. Don't pay a single woman to tell you how to get a man. You know what I mean? Like, it's ludicrous. Stop it. It literally makes no sense whatsoever, okay? But stop it. I would think you would, you know, it's like going to a dentist to do your teeth and his teeth are jacked up. It's like going to a barber and his, his hair is jacked up. He's like, yeah, I cut my own hair, but his hair looks crazy. You could let him cut your hair? No. You're going to get dating and relationship advice from somebody who's somebody else's friend with benefits. She's somebody, <laughs> your life coach is somebody's sneaky link. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. What are we talking about? I, you know, I mean, just think about it. You're, you're lit, some of y'all are, are literally following dating and relationship people who are single and are somebody's friend with benefits. You are someone's friend with benefits. You're trying to get out of that, so you call someone for advice, but they themselves are someone's friend with benefits. Does that make any sense whatsoever? So please stop taking dating and relationship advice from single women. That's just a little public service announcement. I don't, this isn't about me. You, mean, you can go to TRC Life Coaching if you want real dating and relationship advice. But I don't care what you do. Whatever you do, stop taking advice from single women. Okay? All right, listen. And stop thinking that you are the prize. Okay? Get out of that. Lose that mentality. Lose it. Okay? Lose that mentality. You can keep it if you want to. You are not the prize. Guess what? I was not the prize. What we have is the prize. Marriage. A successful marriage is the prize. Not all this extra stuff. You know what I mean? That's the prize is love. The prize is God. Ebony K. Williams, be clear, sounded ridiculous. Okay? She sounded ridiculous on The Breakfast Club and on The Griot, okay? Absolutely ridiculous, saying he would not date a bus driver, but he would date him if he owns the bus. Let me give you all an example. Y'all know me. I buy and sell cars, right? I can go buy a bus right now. I, you know, they sell buses, guys. I mean, anybody can buy a bus. You get a, you know, one of those, like, I mean, you get any type of bus you want. You get a big yellow school bus. You get one of those, like, paratransit buses. You get, I mean, I actually thought about buying a bus. You know, my wife would tell you, she's, and my kids are like, no, daddy, no, no. I said, what? I get a bus. I go hire a driver, and I start a, you know, TRC bus service. Like, I could do that. You make some money. Well, what's wrong with that? No, daddy. No, my kids, they were not with it. I said, well, I'm driving. Y'all Y'all can take the bus to school. I'll just be the driver. I would. I own the bus. They're like, no, daddy, stop. 
And I was like, okay, cool, fine, I won't do it. But I'm just saying, anybody can buy a bus. It's not that hard. So for Ebony K. Williams to suggest that, you know, she'll date someone. So let's just say me. Let's just say me personally. I meet Ebony K. Williams, and I'm like, so what do you do? I'm a bus driver. Yeah, I mean, I own the bus. I own a couple other businesses. You know, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? But if I just led with, I'm a bus driver, oh, then it's a problem? That's crazy. Anybody can buy a bus. Guess what? You can buy a bus and be broke. So how much sense does she make? Yeah, the bus driver owns the bus, but he's broke. He doesn't have any customers. But the bus driver, you know, somebody who works for SEPTA or wherever you guys are listening in from, your city, your citywide bus system, he might make $70,000, $80,000 a year plus overtime. So he, let's just say he makes 100000 a year plus has a pension because he works for the city. You telling me that's a problem for you? It's a pro- you see what I'm saying? Why? He makes eighty five thousand a year, plus overtime. He makes a good salary. He doesn't own the bus, but he works for the city. He drives a city bus. So what's the problem? But you'll date a broke lawyer. Guess what, guys? Somebody, you meet somebody, say, oh, "I'm a lawyer. I'm an attorney." But guess what? He ain't got no clients, so he's broke. He's got he's got a hundred hundred and fifty thousand dollars in 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 school loans from law school, and he has no clients. You know what I'm saying? But you're like, oh, he's an attorney, so you can go back and tell your girlfriend, oh, guess what? I met a lawyer. Oh, girl, ooh, girlfriend, you got yourself an attorney. Ooh, but little do you know, or little do they know, he broke. But you're talking down to the bus driver who's making, who's got savings in the bank, owns his house, nice car, good salary, got a pension, works for the city. But you won't date him because he's a bus driver. But you got your, but you got yourself an attorney. He got a lot of debt, no clients, but he's an attorney. Come on, man, y'all sound crazy. That sounds crazy. I mean, it really, Ebony K. Williams really sounds crazy. And I know people who are literally trying to justify her foolishness. Shout out to Dr. Umar, who ripped her a new one, man. That's my man. Check out, um, if y'all missed my interview with Dr. Umar, I, I stand on this. I had the realest interview with Dr. Umar that he's ever done. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Listen to his, um, his other interviews and then listen to the interview I did with him, what was it, about five or six years ago? Check out Daydon. I mean, just Google. Just Google Dr. Umar on the Daydon Tolbert show. It should come right up. But, yeah, man. I mean, I like what he had to say. I like a lot, most of the stuff he has to say. Dr. Umar keeps it real, man. But, I mean, she sounds crazy. And then she tried to walk it back. She gets up on the breakfast call. They ask her about it. You know what I mean? And, and she's all, you know, she tries to make it about, you know, the the African-American uh, plight for escaping mediocrity. Come on, man. Come on. Her comments didn't have anything to do with that. Media, it had nothing to do with that. Why? Who says a bus driver is, is mediocrity? Who says that being a bus driver is a mediocre career? She thought we should, she went into the, 
the, the rates of women, black women graduating from universities at a disproportionate rate. To, what, what does any of that have to do with anything? What, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Nothing. She just tried to clean it up. Us going to college, it has nothing to do with a bus, you not wanting to date a bus driver because you feel like that type of work is beneath you. Just keep it real and say what you mean. That's really what it is. You're a gold digger. And I let me tell you all something. I have more respect for women or people in general who say, hey, I prefer to date people who are on my level uh, education-wise as well as salary. I don't even have a problem because now we're actually speaking about preference, right? Because preferences are fine. Preferences are fine. There's no problem with having a preference. I had, I, I told y'all many times, back in the day, I chose not to date a single mom. I didn't want to date single mothers. And But, see, that was the thing. There was no disrespect to single mothers. I was not talking down to single mothers like Ebony K. Williams was talking down to bus drivers. I was just saying I want the experience of raising, first of all, of giving birth to children and raising children to be something that was shared between me and my wife for the first time. I want it to be her first time, and I want it to be my first time. I wanted us to share that experience together for the first time. That's what I wanted for my life. But I had nothing against single mothers. I just think, I just said, I chose not to date one because that was what I preferred for my life. I wanted to share that experience. But I never came out anywhere and said, oh, I have a problem with single mothers or single moms or this and that and that. No, I mean, it's not, the, not an issue. But Ebony K. Williams has an issue not with saying, I want to date someone who makes a certain type of salary, because that's not what she said. He didn't say you have to make at least $100,000 or I want you to be a millionaire or whatever or have a, sim- a, a salary similar to mine. I would even have no problem if she said that. Okay, cool. You want to date, so I get it. You have a certain lifestyle. You travel the world. You do what you do. You're a celebrity. Okay, cool. You want to date someone with a similar lifestyle. That's fine. But don't single out bus drivers. Don't single out blue-collar workers because there are a lot of blue-collar workers that are millionaires. I know that, right? You guys do know there are bus drivers that are millionaires or on the way to being millionaires, right? <clears throat> so let's not act like there's a problem with being a teacher or a problem with being a sanitation worker because it's not. It's just a different career. There's, that doesn't mean you're mediocre. Why are you talking about mediocrity when addressing bus drivers, as if being a bus driver is a mediocre job. It's not. Who says, I mean, who says it is? Why? Because you think they make a low salary? It doesn't make any sense. There are attorneys who make $40,000 a year. There are tax professionals, accountants, who make $40,000, $50,000 a year. There are doctors who who make $50,000 a year. You meet someone there adopted, guess what? All doctors are not successful. All doctors are not rich. All lawyers are not rich. Whatever career you think that, that's out there, 
I can show you some that are not rich and are not even really doing well. So let's not focus on or single out blue-collar workers as if there's something negative about that line of work. We need those workers. It's interesting because during COVID, we were praising essential workers. But now, Ebony K. Williams is shitting on essential workers because she feels as though they are beneath her. That's not cool. That's like, in, in the words of Yonla Van Zandt, that's a problem. That's a big problem. And one of the biggest problems that I have with the interview on The Breakfast Club that, that uh, she did was even after DJ Envy, he, he told her how her comments were offensive. You, you understand? He he explained to her, and, and I don't even really care for The Breakfast Club. I don't. I really don't care for Charlamagne. I really don't care for DJ Envy. I really can't stand how they, you know, joke and flirt and have all these this gay banter between the two of them. I think it's very disturbing, but and very indicative of, of a, a larger problem that exists in the entertainment industry. But that's a different topic for another night. So I really don't care for them. But even after he explained to her how her comments were offensive, she still didn't apologize. You know, because I believe as a man, you can have all the best intentions in the world, you know, with things that you say. But if someone lets you know, hey, what you said was offensive to me, I believe you should apologize. And I've apologized to friends and family, not because I felt like I was wrong. Sometimes I was wrong, but even if I didn't feel like I was wrong, I don't want to offend you. So I apologize. I apologize because that's how you took it. And, no, and I believe that's, that's important to do for anybody. And she couldn't even do that. After thousands and thousands of people are telling her through social media, through, through online, hey, I was offended by what you said about bus drivers. Did she apologize? No. In fact, she bragged about standing ten toes down, you know, on these multiple platforms where she's now explaining herself and justify, trying to justify what she said after people like myself, Dr. Umar, Iyanla, and many others are telling her what you said was offensive. And I'll be honest, I'm not offended. I, I shouldn't. I mean, they were offended. I didn't care less. Because and I told somebody this. So I said, Well, why does her opinion, why does her opinion and her preference bother you? And why is why are you outraged? I said, I'm not outraged. I don't, I, I'm married. I don't I don't need to date her. I can care less who she dates. But for you guys listening in at home, this is a teachable moment that allows me to you know this is what I do for a living. I take real life scenarios and situations and then I explain to you how they affect African-American women on a large scale, and it affects them finding love and being viewed as a wife. So I'm just telling you, I don't, I don't care what she said, but you should, women, because if you can relate to her on any level, if you think what she said was okay, you're probably being viewed by men the same way she's being viewed by men, which is not good. She's 
I'm about to Google. How old is she, man? How old is Ebony K. Williams? I don't want to put y'all on hold, man. Just stop. I really want to know how old she is. But I'm willing to bet she's about 46. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you, I promise you, you don't want to be viewed by men the way she's being viewed by men right now. Because I've been in the barber shops. I've been around the men. You trust me, the, the conversations that are being had about Ebony K. Williams right now, it's not positive. You can feel how you feel, ladies, but just hear me when I tell you, men are not talking about her in a positive way right now. I don't know how they were talking about her before, if they were talking about her at all, but right now, that's not how you want to be viewed. I can promise you that. But she not only did she not apologize, she avoided the topic. She avoided the actual comment that was made and tried to make it about the black community. He reparations. Hey, reparations? What are you talking about? This ain't got nothing to do with you not wanting to date a, a, a bus driver. That ain't got nothing to do with that. I got a friend who drives a bus. I got a couple friends that drive buses. And guess what? They're not broke. Own properties, have other businesses, very successful, but they drive a bus, which is one of many things that they do. So we got to get we got to get out this stuff, man. I I was talking to a female friend of mine. She said she has a law degree. Why would she want to date a man who drives a bus? She has a law degree. I don't care about no damn law degree. You think that matters? You so why she has a law degree? So what? Lawyers can't date bus drivers. Lawyers can't date teachers. What the heck? Why not? I don't understand it. Why not? Why can't a lawyer date someone who does construction? Why? Why can't a lawyer so so a lawyer can date an entrepreneur? But if his actual if one of his jobs is being a bus driver, that's a problem. I don't get that. A bus, you guys understand, I'm telling you, there are bus drivers that make a hundred thousand dollars a year plus have other hustles. Y'all know that, right? I just want to make that abundantly clear. I don't know what y'all think, how much you think bus drivers make, but there are bus drivers that do very well successfully or, or, you know, financially. Okay, I'll give you all an an analogy. Back in the day, I had a friend who, um, very successful man, he went to go work at McDonald's. I was like, bro, what's up with you? Why are you? Uh, what's up? I mean, what's, the, what's the plan? Why are you working at McDonald's? He's like, nah, man, I'm in this uh, management training program. And this was at least this was at least 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago. He was like, nah, I'm in this this, this, this training program. So it's like a six month program. But after I, I complete the program, I'll be making I think like I think he was making like sixty sixty five thousand dollars a year, and he would be a manager, you know. But in that six months, he had to go through the program, which was, which was basically doing everything that the entry-level people did so he could understand the process. He flipped burgers. He took out trash. He made the fries. He did everything. He wore the uniform, but he wasn't a, just a burger flipper. He was literally in the management training program. So guess where he's at now, guys? Does anyone like to, would anyone like to take a guess? Does anyone see where this story is going? 
You know, he was literally in the McDonald's drive-thru. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you? Would you like fries with that? But that's that was part of his his journey. Now, ask me, did he meet any women? You think he met any women along the way in that in that six months? They said, "Oh yeah, what do you do? What do you? What kind of work are you in?" Oh, I work at McDonald's. <laughs> ask yourselves right now if you met a man and he told you he worked at McDonald's flipping burgers, would you date him? At, at you know what I mean? Just at 35 or whatever, at any age, would you date him? The answer is probably no. And that's in and, and, and my very best Ian Van Zandt voice. That's a problem. Why? Because he now makes well over $100,000 a year as a regional or even maybe at this point national manager in the – I don't even think he's still at McDonald's, but that but he rose his way up to being a regional manager or district manager for McDonald's. You know what I mean? And then he went on to be, I think he went over to Walmart and got into that system. But the experience from McDonald's, where he made a lot of money, he made $100,000 at McDonald's before he left, well over 100000 in the McDonald's system. But it started with what? Lipping burgers. So you want, a lot of y'all women, y'all want the benefits, but you don't want to go through the struggle. I mean, am I lying? Y'all want the benefits, but you don't want to go through the struggle. You don't want to have it that man's back. And he's flipping burgers. What did Drake say? You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. I'm just saying, were you or were you not? You want the Kobe Bryant. You want the LeBron James, but you don't want to be sitting out there, you know, shooting in the gym. You, you understand? My wife, when I, I tell the tennis story all the time, but she was out there in the freezing cold weather while I'm out there playing tennis in the championship with a parka on and sitting in a, in a, in a folding chair watching me play tennis because she wanted support. And I ended up losing. I lost. I didn't even win. But she sat out there and watched me lose in the championship, and there was snow on the ground because the, the, fall, the fall season ended in, like, late October. We got snow. But she sat out there. She was out there shooting with me in the gym, so to speak. But how many of y'all would have sat out there? How many of y'all would have been in the bleachers watching Kobe shoot? Savannah was watching LeBron shoot. Now, don't get me wrong. He was out there creeping with Drew Sedora. You know what I mean? Don't get that twisted, you know? But that, so that's probably not the best analogy. But you guys get my point. You want the prize without having to go through the struggle. But you got to go through the, through the struggle. I mean, now don't sue me, LeBron. I'm not trying to end up like Tasha K. I'm not. I'm just saying, allegedly, you were creeping. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's what I heard. Allegedly, that's the first time in the history of the Data on Tolbert show I've ever used that word. That's the time that y'all know me. I don't use that word. I've never. I've actually never used that word on there. Over three thousand shows, I've never used the word allegedly. But we live in a different day and age. People are weird now, man. You can't even speak the truth. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tasha K, man. A lot of that stuff she said was true. But let me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it, you know. Sometimes the truth hurts, literally. You know what I'm saying? You can't say but so much nowadays. So, and I'm not, let me just say something. I'm not suggesting 
that anyone, male or female, can settle for less than you want or deserve. I'm not saying that. I am not saying that you should settle for someone or something that you don't want, but you would be a fool to turn down a good man just because he doesn't make the type of salary or have the type of career that you want at that moment. You'd be, you'd be crazy. You'd be crazy to do that. Money does not dictate greatness. Who told y'all that success was based upon money and finances? Who told y'all that? Your girlfriends? Who told you that? I don't know. I mean, Ebony K. Williams is delusional. Okay. I, I want to go back for a second because I, I told you guys the difference between chasing or chasing and pursuing, you know, and I, we talked about that. But I want to just make sure you all understand what courting means, okay? Because courting is what you should do. That's what a man should do. If you're interested in a woman, you court her. But if you understand what the definition of courting is, courting is a mutual thing. Courting and chasing are opposite. Pursuing is the opposite of courting, courtship. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Courting is the process of two people getting to know each other when there is a mutual interest. Okay? The key, key word there is mutual interest. Mutual. It means that's being, the interest is reciprocated. Ebony K. Williams clearly thinks she's in a position of status where a man should chase her, and she probably doesn't, he can't even imagine having to reciprocate something. Some of y'all women don't understand what it means to reciprocate interest or differentiate yourselves. Y'all out here talking about something, well, I want, to, I, I want us to be equally yoked, equally yoked. See, see, that's a whole, y'all talking about something that y'all don't even understand. Being equally yoked has nothing to do with you making 100000 a year and him making 40000 a year. That's not what being equally yoked means. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> that's not what that, y'all talking about something that's totally different. Being equally yoked is a biblical term. That's a spiritual term. That means being equally yoked means a man and a woman should love God equally. You may be at different points in your spiritual walk, but you both love God equally. Meaning you're not an atheist and he's a a pastor. You know what I mean? That would be two people who are unequally yoked. But if you love God and I love God and we are on a journey together to get closer to God or even individual journeys but with a common goal of getting closer to God, okay, now those two people are equally yoked. But what Ebony K. Williams is talking about is something totally different. Being a bus driver, guess what? A bus driver can be equally yoked with a celebrity who makes a million dollars a year. Why? 
And, and guess what? If they happen to get married, guess who's the head of the household? If we're being if we're being biblically and spiritually correct, the man. Doesn't matter who makes more money. Money doesn't dictate the biblical order of the household. The Bible says a man should love his wife as Christ loved the church. Wives should submit to their husbands. See, I don't like that part, do y'all? Let me say this. Wives should submit to their husbands. Why do so many women have a problem with that? That's being equally yoked. If y'all understand the 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 order, the natural order of things, the biblical order of things, now you are equally yoked. If you don't think you should submit to your husband, how, I'm just I'm just asking you, how are you the prize and you're submitting to your husband? Marriage is the prize, not you. I don't, I don't think you can be as submissive as you need to be if you think you're the prize. I don't think it's possible. It might be. I don't think it is. I never met anybody like that. If the women out here talking about something, I'm the prize and you got to do X, Y, and Z, you're not submissive. You're not going to – you can't submit to your husband because you ain't never going to be a wife with that mentality. You ain't never going to be a wife. Talking about some I'm the prize. Says who? Hire the prize, and you giving up the ass on Friday nights to some to your sneaky link. How you the prize and you the sneaky link? You the sneaky link's prize. You're his prize when he gets the ass, but you ain't nobody else's prize. Come on, man. How you prize and you somebody's jump off? How you the prize and you look like Ebony K. Williams? Look like Jess Hilarious. Come on, man. Listen, if your last name is Hilarious, like, that's stop it, man. You ain't nobody's prize if your last name is Hilarious, and you ain't even funny. I ain't never laughed at nothing she's ever said or done. Not one time. They're sounding crazy, looking crazy, looking like a dude talking like a man, act like a lady, think like a man. She look like a man and act like a man. You know what I'm saying? She just stop. Oh, man. Let me ask you all a question. Here's the question. I've been asked this question a few times. Are women allowed to have preferences? I'm about to get off of here, man. You're not going to have me on here all night. I just wanted to talk to you all for a few minutes, really. Are you allowed to have preferences? Yes. You can have preferences. Yes, I don't have a problem with preferences. Everyone can have a preference. Nothing is wrong with a preference as long as that preference is realistic. Okay? Don't be delusional with your preference. Don't be stupid. I mean, and that's no disrespect, but don't be stupid. Don't have a stupid way of thinking that will that's guaranteed to leave you single. I'm telling you, how many people do you know have I steered in the wrong direction ever? You, you can't name one piece of bad advice I've ever given. No one can. Y'all know that, right? No one. No one can ever name any piece of bad advice I've ever given. Not one piece, ever. 
in 20 years. I've never steered anyone in the wrong direction. So why would anyone hear what I'm saying and then go do the opposite? It doesn't make sense. You see what I'm saying? Nothing is wrong with having a preference as long as it makes sense, as long as it's realistic. It has to be realistic. It has to be, it has to mesh with what men are seeking. You can say, oh, I want, you know, you can say whatever you want. But if it's not something that makes sense to a man seeking a wife, what, I mean, you know, what are we talking about? Now, again, remember I told you all this was like a part three. Part two was last week, definition of a great wife. You see how everything is connected now? Now that I did this show, now you can see what, what now last week's show makes more sense. If you guys missed it, or for whatever reason chose not to listen to it, like, a, like I posted a million times, if you chose not to click on the link, shame on you. Shame on you if you're a single woman and you saw a link pop up from me. Not some weirdo. Y'all know I'm not some weirdo. I'm Data Untobert. If you hear me talking about the definition of a great wife and you chose not to listen for whatever reason, shame on you. You know what I mean? That's not smart. But you have an opportunity. It's not too late. The links are forever. DataUntobertShow.com. Listen to the definition of a great wife and then listen to this information given and then put that together with the last week's information and then the week before that's information so you don't end up somebody's sneaky link and then you're good. That's six hours of the most valuable information you would have ever heard in your entire life. Two hours, two hours, and two hours. Well, this is about to be an hour. So I'm about to get up out of here. But five hours of the most beneficial information. There's nothing wrong with having preferences, but it has to make sense. Don't be stuck up. Don't be a gold digger. You know what I mean? Do you want a a a rich weirdo loser who's going to cheat on you? Or do you want a husband who's going to love you like Christ loves the church? I mean, that's really all it comes down to, which you got to make a decision. What direction do you want to go in? You want to be somebody's friend with benefits, you know, who 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 is a baller or, a, a you know, an entertainer? Or do you want a really good man who's going to love you? So what if he's a bus driver? So what if he's a construction worker, a sanitation worker? He comes home, he'll take a shower. Just because he was cleaning the, the toilets out, he was picking up trash, okay, he can shower. He can sanitize, you know what I mean, before he touches you, you know. Guess what? James Evans was a good man on good times. James Evans was a good man in Florida. They were poor, but she was happy. When, she, when he died, she cried. She called out to God. She was upset. She loved that man. You want that type of lover, you got to be rich. I'm just asking. My grandfather, James Green, was a great man. My mother, my father was a great man. My father was a great man. 
You see how where I'm going with this? I'm naming great men. Guess what? They were not rich. But they loved their families. They loved their wives. They stayed married to their wives until they died. The three people I named, my father, my grandfather, my wife's father, were all married to their wives, I mean, for, you know, over 50 years. I mean, you know, give or take, I'm just saying, 50 years, each of them. And they weren't rich. They weren't bus drivers, but they weren't rich. But they loved their wives. That's what I'm asking y'all. Do y'all want that real love, or does he have to be rich? Don't end up like Ebony K. This year, I'll be, this summer, I'll be celebrating 16 years married. So I'm just asking you, like, what, what do y'all want? Ebony K. Williams was, was engaged to the, to, the, to the colonizer. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't even want her. So you know a black man ain't going to want her with that type of crazy view? Come on, man. If you are delusional, you will be single. All right? We do not care about education, career, designer bags, that BMW, that 3 Series BMW you got, Christian Dior, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, you know, any of that stuff. No, uh, Christian Louboutin, none of that stuff. That stuff is for your girlfriends. We do not care about that stuff. We care. What did I tell you all we care about? A woman with a great personality, a high level of respectability, and 100% Emotional availability. You have those things, you're good to go. If we find that in a McDonald's worker, cool. If we find those things in a teacher, cool. If you're a corporate executive, cool. But that's not a necessity. Nobody cares about Ebony K. Williams hosting the griot. The hell is the griot? I don't know what that is. Care about no griot? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care about that. Men do not care about your, your accomplishments. They can be nice icing on the cake, but the most important qualities are what you bring to the table emotionally. Don't bash us for the kind, the kind of job we have because we don't do that to you. You think we don't care? We'll, we'll date a woman who drives a bus. How come a, watch this, how come a man will date a broke woman or a woman who makes a lower salary, but a woman won't date a man who, 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 who makes a low salary? Why, why, is it, why is that? Oh, I get it. I know. Because the man is supposed to be, quote, unquote, the provider. I hate to break it to y'all. Can I just, I'm going to get off here, but I just want to ask y'all a question. Y'all have some really, you know, this is this whole, you know, 50-50 debate and everybody's been having this, this debate about the 50-50 and splitting the bills and all this stuff. Listen, I don't know what y'all think is happening out here, but I, I've, I've been running to a lot of women lately who, I mean, I don't know what they think. Like, y'all think these men are going to pay all the bills? Like, where do y'all want to live? Like, what are y'all, you guys smoking crack? I'm just asking, like, is that a new thing? I mean, I know, you know, the, the different drugs have become popular, but, like, are y'all, like, when y'all say these things, are you on drugs? Where do you expect to live where a man is literally going to pay all the bills, you drive your car, 
You live in a nice house in the suburbs that cost $500,000. You know, your car note is $1,000. You want to drive this nice car. You want to do all this stuff. You want to take the trips. You want to have spending money. You want to have the Louis Vuitton and all the bags and the Gucci and the Christian Dior, all this other stuff, and, and you don't want to work? Or if you work, that money goes into <laughs> your saying. Like, are you crazy? I'm just, y'all got to get out of this weird stuff. That's the real reason these women are in, are are insisting these men make these salaries because that's really what they want. You're letting this whole Cardi B and Beyonce syndrome go to your heads. Everybody ain't Jay-Z. Everybody ain't Offset. Guess what? It's okay to work. Okay? I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You work me. Right now you're single, right? You work. You pay your own bills right now, right? So it's not going to kill you. So if a man is single, guess what? He pays his own, own bills too. Why do you think he wants to take on everything? Your, your badass kid's tuition because you don't want them to go to the school in the hood, so you want to send them to private school. So now he has to pay for your kids, pay for your bills, pay for everything that you were already paying for on your own. It doesn't make sense. Let's stop the foolishness. Don't be a burden to a man. Be a compliment to that man. Don't ask for things that you are not providing for yourself now by yourself. You guys sound crazy. Ebony K. Williams sounds crazy. My wife has never sounded crazy. Like, you know, like, when I met, it wasn't nothing crazy. Like, some of y'all literally sound crazy with the things that you say and the things that you want. A man will give you the world if he loves you, but y'all aren't even putting him in a position to get to know you, let alone love you, because you sound crazy. All right, that's it for y'all, man. I'm out of here, man. Just just listen, man. Just listen to the things that I've said to you. Listen to the things that Dr. Umar has said to you. Listen to the things that the great Ian Levanzant has said to you. I mean, she's not great. I still don't really like her, but I love what she said about this situation. You know, because if you think that a man is supposed to chase you or his career is not good enough for you, that's the problem. Don't be a problem, ladies. You know what I mean? Don't be his problem. Be his blessing. Be his peace. That's it, man. The next live show I'm going to do for y'all, I shouldn't say live because I'm not live. Y'all probably hear this show in the morning, but it's 8 o'clock on a Monday night right now. But, you know, whenever you listen to this show, share it with someone who you think can benefit from it. Don't be, you know, don't be delusional. You know, don't adopt ways of thinking from these celebrities that no real man would ever want in his life. I would not want Ebony K. Williams in my life. I would not want a Cardi B or Beyonce, none of these crazy women in my life. Their views, the things they talk about, their whole ideologies are different from someone, from my wife. From, you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. You know, you guys are looking up to, 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 to Carisha, young Miami. You guys sound crazy. How are y'all? Hey, listen, we got 50-year-old women, 45-year-old women out here looking up to young Miami. 
Young man, are you serious? Y'all 50 years old listening to the city girls. What is wrong with you? Why are you listening to the city girls if you're 50? <laughs> Why is Carisha your freaking idol and you're 47? Why do you idolize someone who's half your age? You sound crazy. I know, okay, fine. She likes getting pissed on by Diddy. So what, now you want to get pissed on too? You start letting niggas eat your ass like, like groceries because uh, Janae Ayako said that like damn near 10 years ago on the Omarion song. But now you look up to her. But you're 50. Nobody wants to eat your ass at 50. Nobody wants to piss on you. You're 50. I mean, I don't. nobody wants to piss on you at all, hopefully. But stop it. At your age, you're not at 50 or 47 or 40 even. You're not getting men. You're not going to get a man to marry you because of your looks. And that's not to say you're not beautiful, but the way you're going to get him is going to be with your personality and your mentality, okay? Not the city girls, not Cardi B, damn sure not Beyonce. And damn sure not, some of y'all look up to Halle Bailey, excuse me, uh, Chloe Bailey. She's like 20. You're 50. <laughs> Why are you idolizing Chloe Bailey? Yo, y'all crazy, man. I'm messing, man. I'm out of here, yo. Yo, I appreciate you guys for listening, man. If y'all want one-on-one life coaching, the realest life coaching, go to trclifecoaching.com. I appreciate you guys for listening in and continuing to support the original Urban Podcast. Now, I was the first, er, this is the original. There were no podcasts before me. The original Urban Podcast. I thank you for your support, and I'll see you all next time.
Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.